We'd like to dedicate this episode to our peeps on the front line of healthcare and to our community in general. Together, we will endure. You are listening to 91.9 WDRT Radio Free Space, and this is The Conscious Bro Show. So hello, my name is William Kyle Glenn. I go by Kyle. And sitting behind me actually now is my co-host, Tony Macassette. Socially distanced. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And connected via the internet. Uh, I am honored to have her on. She's been such an amazing influence on my life. It's humbling. I feel it's just, it's hard to explain the impact that she's had. I probably actually probably wouldn't be in Viroqua talking to you right now if it wasn't for her. I I could say that in reality because I was literally about to move to Phoenix and she kind of helped steer me away from that. So anyway, our guest is Caroline Diana Bobart. Uh, And if you want to introduce yourself a little bit. Hey, Kelly, Tony. Thanks so much for having me. I'm I'm, I'm so excited. I'm going to be on the radio in Viroqua. Well, internationally, right? Yeah. So that's super cool. Um, so I'm in I'm in Mallorca right now, which is a little island off of the coast of Spain, and I'm a professional clairvoyant, which means that I've I've trained to um, be able to read energy, to see energy, and kind of like you know, like um, you know, I use my skills and my training to be able to see what's happening beneath the surface in people's lives and in their businesses as well. So um, what that essentially means is that, you know, we go about our day to day thinking on one vibrational level and then what happens beneath the surface is a completely, it it tells a different tale oftentimes. And the disconnect that we we tend to have between those two vibration, vibrational planes um, is the place where we get stuck, is the place where we don't see ourselves, is the place where we run into problems in our, in our relationships, in our teams, in our, you know, family dynamics, in our, you know, earning potential, in our creative expression. Um, so really connecting folks into their authentic selves and helping them distinguish what is what is that vibration that you are, that, you know, when you kind of click into that place, like you're unstoppable, you know? Um, and so my modality is really being able to do that through um, showing you what you are not, showing you the vibrational essence that you've kind of inherited or picked up along the way and separating that out from, you know, what is, what is like your, in clairvoyant school, we learn that everybody like kind of vibrates at a, at a different vibration of gold. And so what is your unique uh, vibration of gold? Like Tony has one, you have one, I have one, and it's all slightly different vibrations of, of truth, you know? Um, so I use that ability to help folks scale up in their businesses and in their lives by helping them see and understand and reconcile and heal the aspects of themselves that, you know, are out of sync. And you know when something's out of sync. Yeah. Awesome, yeah, and it's really incredible what you do, I'll just speak as someone that's went through it. I, w- I worked with Caroline for, uh, I, what was it, like four years, kind of off and on, but pretty regularly like regularly for four years. And I, I like, what, one thing that I like to point to, even though there's so much that you do, 
is there's this this really wild ability at least it it's pretty amazing to me how um you can just literally close your eyes and tap into exactly what's happening without me even saying anything like it's i can't even explain it i don't have to say a single word she closes her eyes kind of takes a few breaths and then it's like boom and then i am blown away and sometimes i'm even in tears at what she says and i and I can go implement that in my life and change my life with that information. You know, it's, it, it, it really requires me to adjust like the, the lens that I'm looking at life through. So if I'm in my day-to-day life, like I don't see and I don't, you know, I'm not in that, my brain waves aren't in that state that allow me to see energetically, you know, what's happening beneath the surface. But if I'm in session with someone, it's a very deliberate shift in my mind that occurs where, you know, I can actually feel my vibration change. Like we just did, we actually just did, um, you know, an exercise to set the intention for our call today. And what it is, is this being really tuned in and really connected with how to deliberately um, adjust the energy that you are, you are in and, you know, the vibration that you're connecting with the other person at that gives you that, alternate view of of seeing things um so when you look at things with your sixth chakra your third eye which is what i do as a trained clairvoyant um the literally this story that unfolds um is 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 kind of is led by the energy that that comes from you so if you describe a situation to me that you're struggling with i feel into the vibration of that struggle and that translates into, into pictures that I see that kind of roll, roll out across my, my psychic screen. So um, we all have that ability. Uh, we just, you know, if we don't have the training, we, we're not quite aware of what we're seeing or why we're seeing it or how it relates to, you know, whatever is in front of us. So that's what the training does. It really helps you understand how to be very deliberate, how to know what you're looking at, know what you're looking for, and how to compile like a, a composite sketch of the, of the information that's gonna help the person in front of you most. You know, that's, that's quite a craft, you know, that takes a lot of practice and skill. Yeah, and you're really good at it, I will say. Um, how long did it take you to um, develop this or hone this craft? Was it something that you're born with or did it, I think we're actually all born with it Um, and how I like to describe it actually I don't know if I said this in pictures of portals which we'll come to but um, essentially we all think in pictures we all do like if you think about what am I going to have for dinner tonight you don't think you don't see the letters you don't see the words in your mind you see the the burger or you see the the hot dog or you see the spaghetti you see what I mean and so that's that's an example of how um, how you use your, your sixth chakra in everyday um, in everyday life. If you think I want to go to Hawaii next summer, you see Hawaii. You don't see the word Hawaii, right? You see the beach. You see the you know the flowers. You see the girls. Whatever. <laughs> um, so for me, it took um, a period of maybe four or five years of training. But before before that. 
like I had this ability, but I didn't quite know what to do with it. And you see this a lot in, in practitioners who do PERDs or do other types of readings. They, they can give you information that might be relevant, but not particularly like uh, at a level that it accelerates like your soul's growth. Or, you know, they could probably say like, Kel, there's your dead auntie. But does that really accelerate your soul's growth? Like, you know, there's different levels of seeing and different levels of um, holding that you find in this industry, I think. Tony, you're a doctor. Do, do, you, do you struggle with intuition? Because I, when I think of you, I'm like, you're probably somebody that's like, I don't know. And I could be wrong about this. I don't know about this intuition stuff. You know, you're working with the physical and the tangible and uh, I guess that's my question for you, how you feel about it. And then my question for you, Caroline, is how do you speak about what you do to people that kind of are like not really knowing what to do with this whole like intuition thing? In the realm of medicine, like emergency medicine, like these highly clinically oriented specialties of uh, medical care, those doctors that have the best training and they have the most experience like that alone essentially creates a mastery of that craft and i think what's cool is like the few you know on the spectrum of people in the sense of like the degree of intuition that they also bring to the table like you said we're all born with that ability the degree that the doctor brings that to the bedside um, I think it takes them from like a really good clinician to like this other level of like, how do they do it? You know, where they just figure stuff out. I, I, I'm not even sure if I can include myself in that, you know, I mean, it's something I would want to have and, and maybe I think I have, but I know there's others that just have this doctory intuition ability to really get to the truth of the matter of, you know, what ails the patient and, to a large degree, it's, um, it's like it was brought up before as well. The areas of the condition, the elements of the reason that they're there that go beyond, you know, the physicality of dysfunction in the physiology and organs and so on. And it's the areas of their life that, you know, you can't really measure and aren't as, as concrete as those things, but just as important, just as real and often more hidden. And if you, in fact, as a, as a clinician, as a physician, if you don't understand those areas or at least have a sense that number one, they're there, which is, you have to have that, that's a minimum. Um, but then to be able to analyze those areas and address them in relationship to the patient as a holistic being, obviously you're going to be more successful as to making more of a healing effort in that patient encounter. Oh. My degree is actually into developmental bio and chemistry. And so like loads of the folks that I went to college with are doctors and scientists. And what is really cool is that the ones that I'm friendly with, they come to me for advice, which is which I which I love because it's just uh, they get a perspective for me that they can't get in their field, you know, and it is often, you know, around topics of emotional intelligence that 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 they don't teach us anywhere. You know, we, we are hungry for emotional connection, emotional understanding, emotional intelligence when we connect with other folks. And so 
I actually do have doctors on my books in my in my private practice, which is great because um, it is a grueling industry. You know, being a doctor, being a medic, being a clinician is it is really really a grueling task. And you know, there's so much kind of support that's needed in that emotional spiritual realm for folks who are sensitive, like you know, like I imagine you guys are because we wouldn't have be having this conversation otherwise. And this is what the doctors that I work with as well. Um, they they straddle between two worlds, you know, this really intense, insane, unforgiving world of medicine. And then, you know, this other completely, completely opposite realm, which is based in it's based in, 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 in a much different vibration of love and forgiveness and, 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 and gentleness and sweetness and kindness and truth. And, you know, it's very difficult to walk those both worlds. Can you speak to so that, Tony? Yeah, oh, totally. Because that, I, I see you as somebody that does that. You explore the, like, you're the head of the ER, like, head first into all that stuff. And then you're exploring on your spiritual path what I heard her say is it just makes me think of you. Right on. I mean, we have to integrate the analytical mind with the intuitive mind, with the sense of emotional intelligence and self-awareness of ourselves and others to live life with gusto and vigor and awe and appreciation to meld together the real world crazy situations that we have to deal with, with the realms of love, truth, and the divine. It's certainly how we can attempt to live that authentic life that we seek. So there's something else that's pretty incredible about your work, Caroline, that I, w I wanted to bring attention to. Like even before we got on this call, there's something that I always know when I'm talking to you or working with you is that, you know, my vibrations like somewhere and then you're able to like I don't even know how to say it set a container and then just like tap everybody into the same frequency and so I was kind of like I mean I don't know if I was frantic but I mean I wasn't totally sunk into my body you know as I was sitting here getting set up for the show and then so she, we just sat checked in and she kind of just did a short meditation with me and I totally sunk in my body and got totally relaxed and I feel very very calm and peaceful now and so something I see like crucial with your work is your ability to, to do to do that, to set this framework container and uh, I guess manage the frequency to where it's supposed to be. And then set, it's just kind of like holding a framework for someone else's transformation. Could you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely a skill that, you know, is acquired and honed over time. It's not something that um, I was necessarily aware of when I started and I think I think that whole idea of like deliberately feeling into the vibration of like what is it that that the person in front of you is needing most right now and what is the vibration that is going to support them in in fight, finding that and seeing that within themselves so um, it is so much down to experience for me in terms of being able to be really methodical to walk someone to walk someone through their struggle, through the vibration of their struggle, into a place of, um, you know, opening. Like when we had that, we just we just we just talked about like how COVID has changed things, and you know, I walked you to a place of like Kyle, like 
look at what's happening in the world, like you could see in the vibration that I was showing you that this is not unique to you. You know, the, the kind of pushback that we're all experiencing from COVID is not unique to you. It's, 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 it's a place that we are collectively in the world where, um, you know, we're, we have no choice but to get rid of ourselves, you know, and there's no, there, there, there's no, there's no other choice because you have chosen to either leave the planet or, um, or to, to succumb to the, you know, to the fair or they have chosen to do the, the inner work. And, and to me, those are like the three options in front of us right now. Um, and it's, it's, it's quite, it's quite con, con, you know, confrontational to, to, to see that, that we're at this place where the world doesn't work like it does before, like it did before. Um, and we're just, we're just like kind of been pushed into this new place where we need to figure things out really, really fast. Okay, how does, how does things work? How do I communicate? Like who, who are my people like you know especially in the u.s you're like who are your people now you know what i mean because <laughs> it's <laughs> it's such a it's such a mad show um but just to get back to your original question about you know the experience that it takes to to set an energetic container like the reason um it's become a part of my work is because you or i want to be really really deliberate um around where I am in communication with the person in front of me because um, otherwise I think it's really easy to kind of like talk around like the struggle and you can like in some forms of therapy I think this is quite common you can talk around an issue again and again and again but never really get into it like what is the root of it why is it there you know what is it that's going to release you from that once and for all and that's my objective is to is to get you to a place where you can have that for yourself. You know, it's not even so much me showing it to you as much as it is you being ready to accept like the truth about yourself will probably require you to change in a big way. And you know this, Kyle. In the time that I've known you, you've gone through so many evolutions of who you are because you've had to embrace different truths at different times about, you know, who you want to be. And that's one of the things about you that you embody is like bravery. You're like brave heart, right? <laughs> Thank you. <Nice. laughs> when, when there's something to be done, you, 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 you do it. You know, it might take you a minute, but you do it. And, you know, it's so much being in sync with, you know, walking that person step by step in this energetic container and providing them with what they need before they can see it, you know? So that is the, that is a craft. Does that, does that make sense when you think about your experience? Totally. Uh, you, you said that really amazing, amazingly. Um, well said, uh, you actually kind of brought up in, or like brought up what I wanted to talk about next too, which was, I wanted to ask, well, so just to rehash, you said, I like this, the three, the three choices are to leave the planet, to um, succumb to the fear, or to basically just transform right now. And so I, I wanted to ask you of kind of an over, and you kind of did already, but an overall spiritual perspective of what's happening to the world right now. And I'll just give mine real quick. Like for me, 
and I always got to put a, like a positive spin on it. But for me, I'm thinking that like, you know, the way that we're living, like you said, the way that we're living, we can't, I mean, it's just not sustainable. Like the way that we're going about life as humanity right now. And the world in so many ways is letting us know that. And, um, and something needs to be done to change. And so like, we're all co-creators on this planet. So we're all kind of like, I mean, I, I don't know if we're completely ready to deal as, as a mainstream society, but it's almost like sometimes we need to create, this is how I see it. It's almost like sometimes we need to create some kind of like negative, we almost need to hit rock bottom sometimes to like find the reserves and the strength within us to find out like who we are and what we're made of. I know I've done this in a lot of different instances in my life. The unique part about now is that like it's like society is all we're all doing this together and it's like we almost need to create this like chaos and turmoil to like really like look ourselves in the mirror and be like we're more powerful than this we can live a better life than this um so i i feel like this is a, a challenge to like really uh deal with our stuff and and become who we are you are listening to The Conscious Bro Show on Radio Free Space 91.9 WDRT, Viroqua. You know, it's a time to heal. Like that, just the vibration of that truth echoes throughout the planet. It's just, just this is not an American thing. This is, this is a planet-wide thing. Like this is a time to heal because there's so much, there's so much this, broken and corrupt and wrong and unfair and unjust and and it's like you said when you say it's not sustainable it's literally as a species we we you know it's it's like when your spirit you know when you're in your individual path like in the world before you would you know walk your your individual path and then you know spirit would kind of like not sabotage you but kind of ambush you and, and as a way to to get you to get your attention and to say Kyle hey you know you don't go you don't go to Arizona you know you go you go where the energy is gonna gonna open up for you and it's like the you know I think the forces that kind of guide the planet have created this as a as not as a ambush it's, a, it's not it's a dreadful word but as a way to get folks attention and you know help us like reorientate ourselves to you know what is what is important here? What is important here? And in this in this place that we're in, it's almost like it's been engineered in such a way by the universe and universal forces that, you know, we realize actually how little we need and what is important. You know, family, kindness, helping, service. You know, there's not much more that we need. And so industries, entire industries are being uh, tested, really put to the test. And only the ones who are, to me, in alignment with those values are the ones that will, will go forward from here. Because people, people's like, ability to sniff uh, untruth is really heightened right now. If you're not in alignment with those values, people are just not gonna bite you know so it's a real time for for, for industries for companies for p businesses to really examine you know 
what what are we embodying here? What are our values? Because if it's not really what the people need, you can't really like pull wool over like you you could before. People have gone through this process in this 2020 of really getting clear on, you know, what is important in life. And it's like those things that I mentioned, we don't, we don't need very much. So if your business is based on corruption and greed and, you know, untruth, you know, brainwashing people, lying to people, I think it, I think this is a time in the world where you, you, you're going to struggle to, to grow. Um, well, when you say that, I look at the world today and it seems like there's just so much of that though. There's so much brainwashing and, and corruption happening. So you feel that, and I would agree, although I would love to see the physical evidence, you feel like that is doomed to fail. Like that is going to, that kind no, of No, not that it's doomed to fail, but I feel like that is what, that's the direction that we're heading in. I mean, social media for me is a big problem on the planet. If this is where the majority of adults are getting their education and their news from, that's that's a problem. Totally. And we, we man, I'll tell you, that is something that we've talked about extensively. We almost bring it up on every single show here. Would you say, Tony? Yeah. To some degree. Right. And um, which that's a great um, transition to like, I just literally started a media fast um, for the month of November, because I was realizing, I probably realized for the last, since the beginning, since the end of the last year, that like, I wasn't getting, I wasn't like showing up in my life the way that I wanted. Um, I wasn't getting enough, or, like the things that I really wanted done. And I couldn't literally figure out what was stopping me. Eventually, the only I took out almost everything of my life like that, that I used to escape and all that was left was this media. And so I've been trying to like, I've set like two hour limits. I've like tried almost everything to stop it. And I kept on going to it almost because I had this and COVID definitely did not help because I had this like belief, you know, cause I had like a spiritual awakening 10 years ago and it was almost like, you know, I stand for truth. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to like find out the truth of what's really happening kind of weed through the different narratives and get down to the kernels of truth, kind of go down all these different rabbit holes, find out all these conspiracies. And I'm going to stand up for people that I feel are being deceived and misinformed. So I just kind of like set myself up as this like pillar of truth. At least that's how I saw myself and sharing all that online and on social media and in videos. And so as things have gotten completely more divisive, and I mean that in two ways, like divided and people on their devices, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm straight up. But um, uh, it's like, it's, I'm just noticing how much it takes me out of my power. So I'll say something and then there's about 30 people that either don't hear me or can't receive what I have to say. And then like put up all this like pushback and then I get sucked into an argument online. And then like two hours goes by and I'm like, well, wait, what about that big list? That What about these things that was going to move my life forward? That's just totally by the wayside. And I got so much I want to do, so much I want to like to accomplish or be or whatever. And I just like start to realize that this is getting more and more out of hand and more and more out of alignment. And so a friend who I, actually we just had on the radio show last time, Carrie, brought, brought to my attention this program called... Uh, 
MMMAA, this Media Addicts Anonymous. And I totally immediately, she just heard about it. And I totally immediately was like, I am definitely that. I, I know that because there's this, this need to like escape, be a media. It's not just about me sharing truth. There's a certain part of myself that I was not quite ready to face. Um, and I kind of just found solace and soothing and comfort from to going to the media in those moments, whenever things would get tough, I had Facebook, I had YouTube. And so I, I took that away starting the, uh, October 29th. And it's been really incredible. I felt a lot more peace. I've definitely had to, and especially during this election, I've definitely had to um, go through a lot of different griefs and like surf all these urges and stuff. But I'm really, I guess, and this will kind of lead me into my next question for you, Caroline because we're going through the process of AA, but it's being like redirected to media. And I'm actually very, very impressed with the information that's in the AA big book. I was just like, whoa, they, there's actually some really good information here. It's like good stuff. I recommend anybody to take a look at it, but um, it's really kind of about have, like not needing to know. I don't need to know everything. I don't need to uncover every little rock air go down every little rabbit hole because i'm afraid of what's going to happen into the world there's a certain level of me now spirit is asking me i've heard it through many vehicles to just let go and have faith and like be present with where i'm at because that's where i'm going to be of most service so i'm really tr trying my hardest through this election and through my worry about the world and trying to soothe myself and feel better through the information to just trust that there's a greater plan that I am sinking into and it's there's like I guess God or the universe is going to come through me and I'm going to be where I'm supposed to be to serve and show up the way that I'm supposed to and you said Caroline uh, to me like the other day or like in a video you were talking about this greater plan I just wanted to see if you could speak to this this there's this greater plan that we don't have to like search and know and kind of analyze what's happening we can just kind of like it's there almost like a structure and we can just relax into it and know that we're cared for in that could you speak to that yeah i think it, we are as adults in this modern world um conditioned to be responsible to conditioned to be in control to know you know what's happening with like military precision from day to day you know we have a schedule we follow like we pay our bills like everything needs to be done on time and then that takes us totally out of totally out of sync with who we are as spirits like when we're so rooted in this everyday life doing everyday routine things i, I want to like really emphasize the difference in vibration between if you are connected in your depth to your essence so that gold essence that you are and you're running around doing errands and paying bills like can you see the vibrational difference there and we tend to hang out in that place a whole lot more you know if if you're in the workplace if you come home and there's, there's stuff to do at home to go back to work the next day to come home to do you know to do damage control and you go back to work like you're not connecting into that place and so when we do that habitually, we begin to, like you said in that comment on that video, we, we begin to play God in our little universe, in our little world. We begin to think this whole thing will fall apart if I don't like bust my guts to keep it all together. And so the idea of 
recognizing and sinking into the greater plan comes from a place of like turning that on its head completely and really uh, coming from a place uh, where you have this daily spiritual practice or daily meditative practice that connects you and reminds you first thing in the day, like who you really are. And then from that, you, you construct your experiences, you communicate in your relationships and you build your day. So when you come from that vibrational place, your only job when you're connected to you is to be you, right? There's no other outside agenda that you have to do this. You have to, you have to like, you know, be the master of all things. Your job is to like be in that place of connection and just express what wants to express through you in that moment. And if you were doing that, the greater plan takes care of the details for you, you know? So I think it's, 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 it's a gradual shift from, like doing everything manually and physically and with brute force to going into a vibrational place that that creates more ease and more grace and shifts your priorities around you know what is important in life again what is important is it you know sometimes I think we when we're so glued to that external agenda we're like headless chickens from morning till night with no check-ins and we do this month on month, year on year, and it, we develop mistrust in anything outside of ourselves because it will fall apart if we, if we don't hold it all together, if we've done that for years and years and years, right? So the, the thing is to kind of slowly, like what you're doing now with your media detox, slowly extricate yourself and start rebuilding a life that you know, has space for you to be you. When you're wed to the external agendas, there's no space for your spirit to show up. There's space for you know you to be the headless chicken that runs around and and does damage control. Does that answer your question? Totally. Um, or almost the head of the chicken and not the body. I, I thought of that too. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the chicken head floating. There is like when you when you step away from that, there is this uncertainty this fear of like not knowing what's going to happen. And then on top of that, there's this almost this emotional void that, that you're left with that you have to face and you're just sitting here and like, you know, that's not easy to deal with. Uh, how, what can you say to people? Like, how can they deal with that? How can they face that uncertainty and that emotional pain that comes with that abstinence from that type of media or whatever other addiction? Yeah. So the emotional pain is like the thing we're scared to feel, which is why we, 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 we grab the alcohol, we grab the TV remote to put the news on, we grab the thing to just cover the feeling up, right? And so that feeling that you're referring to is actually the place where like, if you're spiritually minded and wanting to take your next step as a spirit and create more peace and create more, um, you know, Put yourself in a vibration where you're living a conscious conscious existence. Um, you know, it, there is no way to bypass the fact that there are things within us like trauma or, you know, memories or things that we've inherited or, or, or difficult things that are exactly the things that we want to cover up. And so like your question is a really, really big one in terms of um, 
you know, the it's, it's difficult to do that. Like you're doing that with the support of, you know, media, MAA, right? right? And so it's really something that's difficult to do, I think, without support. First, first comes the recognition of it and then, and then looking for, you know, if this is something I really want to shift, who can support me with this? But then, <clears throat> again, if we go back to just awareness of vibration, um, to be aware of always, like your vibration, your, your essence, is always going to be more pure and more true and more permanent and lasting than the vibration of them talking about Trump not want, wanting to concede or the COVID figures for today or any, you know, any of the fear-based kind of things that we hear about um, or the, you know, the deception, the conspiracies, the this and that, all of those things have a certain vibration. And when you, when you measure that against the vibration that you really are, like, do you want to like kind of lower your vibration to be able to, to communicate in that realm? You see? So I think that's the other way to approach it from, from, from a real tangible, you know, kind of therapy based approach. Yeah. I think you need support if you, if you have like what we call these like mild addictions or addiction along any spectrum, um, it's often pretty difficult to deal with it on your own. But then the other way that you can look at it is what is it just from a conscious place in your, in your day-to-day awareness, what is the vibration I want to maintain? What's the vibration that I feel good at, that my body feels good at, where <clears throat> I'm not like making, making myself sick because my vibration is so fair-based and so low? You see? Oh, uh, can you speak to the unknown? Because I know, I, I guess I should let you know that Caroline's doing this kind of transformational experience right now, and I'm joining her through that process. And uh, one of the things that you said was that, um, what was it? it? You were kind of speaking of the essence of change and like real, true, like transformation doesn't really come without this, like, you're kind of up to a cliff and you almost have to like, jump off that cliff or you have to like trust in like not knowing where your next foot is going to land and kind of like spread your wings and fly. And there's really no escaping the fear that comes with that. I mean, there's just, there's fear that, I mean, there's fear that comes up when you think about going into the the unknown typically. And, but that's a necessary part of change to trust that. Is there anything you could say to get, because I know you were talking about getting excited about the unknown and how there's like unknown surprises that could come and is there anything you could help well, there's someone... so much in there kyle yeah there's so much the only security that exists especially in these times is your connection to yourself like your connection to your most essential like deepest truest self and if that is off like this is where we need to focus right now that we can get right with ourselves in, in this time and facing the unknown like oftentimes the thing that pushes us into the unknown is often um how would i describe it often when we get to a place where the fear of the unknown is less than than whatever we've been putting up with in our in our current existence so that could be a toxic relationship it could be toxic work environment it could be just something that our spirit is like i cannot do this anymore can't do it can't do it. I'm, I will jump off the cliff. You tell me where the cliff is. I will jump right now. 
You are listening to The Conscious Bro Show on Radio Free Space 91.9 WDRT, Viroqua. So, so um, from that perspective, it's like, yeah, the unknown and change is scary, but oftentimes it's not something that we will consciously choose because we are just, you know, bored. It's something that we're actually like life and fate will force our hand because we just need to keep moving forward. Whatever is behind us is something that we're ready to leave behind, like really, truly done with. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. That's the first thing. And then the other thing that you mentioned is that, so this sits side by side with, with two things. One of them is like when we're like, you know, in a committed spiritual practice or committed meditative practice every day, and we have that like energetic imprint of who we are, when we, when we kind of register that with ourselves every day, um, that becomes like our guarantee, that becomes our security, because especially in these times, there is no external security to be had. So that act of going within each and every day and having a devoted practice is, to me, it's never, never been so important as now, right? Where wow. you get to connect to what is actually true if you cannot rely on yourself in these crazy times we're in like it must be a very scary place to be and so we must nurture our, our relationship with ourselves it is it is the work of the moment it is the work that must be done right the inner work and not not to pay lip service to it or to be seen to be doing it but to actually get in there to feel the pain, to do the, to do the work, to do the hard things, to do the scary things. Um, and, you know, in order to be connected, life will ask you to do things that, you know, will challenge your rational mind. You know this, Kyle. I've seen you make so many changes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you can't question, you just do the thing. If spirit says, you know you do that you move here you move there if spirit says you break up you break up if spirit says you know you go talk to tom you go talk to tom you know whatever it is um and so being at the edge of this cliff is actually like as scary as, as it is it's like the most secure place that you can be in in connection with yourself because when you you when you have that devoted practice and you're you know who you are like you don't have to think about the details because you're just living in the moment and you're doing what you feel inspired to do and you you just let every other moment take care of itself because spirit doesn't say okay we're connected now but you worry about what's going to happen in 20 minutes when you know when you turn on the news no it's like you're, you're in the moment and you're like, okay, what is spirit saying? What is spirit asking? I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to listen. I'm going to follow through. Then you check back in and you do the next thing. And it's just like a, it's like a treasure hunt. Or it's like a, a, a breadcrumb trail that we follow. And we don't have time for, for worrying because um, we trust that spirit will lead us along. Um, we have to learn to get comfortable being uncomfortable or something because I'm noticing with myself there's certain things that are good for long term for you like in the long term that might be very uncomfortable in the short term 
but when you do them over and over again it like it benefits you in the long term like for example i'm doing like i was i was doing cold i've been doing cold plunges or like going in the river kind of like wim hof stuff and i'm sitting here like freezing my body and like i'm like i was kind of like why am i doing this and on one level it feels amazing when you get out so i it puts me in the moment it puts me right in my body so there's that part of me just loves this feeling of like just like being this warrior or being able to like surmount difficult challenges and climb i guess mountains or metaphoric mountains and and you know i'm starting to realize part of me likes the pain too it's weird uh part of me like i'm just i read i've been reading half this book called existential kink and basically what it talks about is how like we came in this life to experience all the emotions and a lot of times like you know we get in some weird ways when and we're not even conscious of it we get like satisfaction out of being pain and being in pain in certain ways and you like um can become conscious of that and maybe like you know realize that you don't need that anymore and that's part of this process too um but i guess where i'm going with this is there's something about this that's just uncomfortable like early in my journey i was like okay i'm gonna follow my heart my heart you know it comes alive when i do stuff i want to do stuff that i love but then i was almost like hiding from the things that brought up pain in me where i'm realizing that i can't really do that like i can't steer away from things that bring in pain i have to sit there and feel that and that's uncomfortable but that's what's going to be the best for me in the world to do the first thing i want to say is just like i think we we've all been programmed um if we think about the the people we grew up with our parents our teachers that we learned from uh and we think about the vibration that they were sitting in when they were socializing us or teaching us it probably wasn't like the most super conscious vibration right <laughs> so um if we look at it from that perspective we were taught that things have to be hard or things or we were taught in such a way that inherently causes to not see ourselves or not really stand in our full stature and strength you see what i mean we we've been conditioned to to meet challenges from a place of fear i think the the fear of the fear is actually greater than the fear actually is nothing to fear but fear itself yeah. that's what came up <laughs> yeah and that's one thing and then the other thing is that the only way forward is to feel the fear is mm. to like you say remove the addictions and see what is under there Cal Cease, who, like, you've just bought his book, his last book, The Illusion of Money. Um, he says, you know, if you, sit, if you have to sit with an uncomfortable emotion, like fear or, you know, anger or pain or whatever it is, you sit with it and then you say, you know, I, feel, I feel the anger and I love that. Like, in other words, I accept that. I love it. I see it. It's part of me. Like, I'm not going to resist it and be separate from it. And 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 divide myself over it like the way for me to to heal and move forward is for me to be okay with it and i think this is the thing that the addictions do is that we it causes us to be in in, in battle with ourselves we don't want to feel it so we're going to reach for this thing and, and we're going to like you know self-medicate 
just so that we don't feel and we we're very tuned in to how much we need to self-medicate to not to feel it's not even something we think about right so um if we can get out just step aside from self-medicating and just feel what we feel like that's all there is to do is just to feel it just to feel it and and then and then move on is that a key to um your intuition too, to accessing your intuition, to allow yourself to feel that stuff? Does your intuition kind of come along with that? To the extent that we feel the need to control or to, to self-medicate or to not to feel any of those things, we're not connected to ourselves. We're coming from a vibration of fear. So yes, the more that you are connected to your real self, your real essence and truth, the more like you're in your like your magic zone you're not in your magic zone when you're self-medicating right we know this i just want to reiterate the joy of the notion of kind of living your life of you know bravery and fearlessness and not being afraid of discomfort and pain and just you know like have permission to live a, a life of righteousness and service what is one like for all the listeners right now, for everybody tuning in, what is one like tangible, like nugget of truth that you could state that somebody listening to this could get off the, get off the radio or off the computer and implement tangibly in their own life to have more of themselves, to have more faith or to access more of their intuition. Mm -hmm. um, what is one thing that, that you would offer? Like the most important thing, I guess. I would I would recommend that you identify what is the one or the biggest thing that's keeping you out of communication with yourself. And when you identify that one big thing, to take it away, to take, take it away, make a commitment, I'm going to take it away for two days, for three days, for one week, for one month, and then just see what happens. See who you are, see what you feel, see what you have access to without that thing that's been blocking your communication with yourself. Pretty straightforward. Oh, and I will say that she's not just saying this. She just literally did this. Do you want to speak to that? Like just to tell them that how you did that? Yeah. Yeah. I had been um, thinking about it for a long, long time coming off of social media. And then, um, you know, I'd re recently kind of felt that I, there was a lot of noise, like white noise or energetic noise coming at me. And it was affecting my concentration. It was affecting my sleep. It was affecting my, my energy levels. And I didn't quite know what it is. I think you said this as well, Kyle, you know, you didn't quite know where it was coming from. And I, it just occurred to me one day, it, it's like the tech in my life. So I went and I, I went through my inbox. I unsubscribed from all but like one thing that I'm signed up to. I deactivated my Facebook account. I deleted all social, social media apps on my phone. I mean, I have this very nice phone and I, I do nothing but make calls on it now. I could easily have a dumb phone, right? Yeah. Um, like the old fashioned phone. And just been, I'm still like amazed how much clarity and peace and quiet and silence there is in my life. It's like the old days, you know, when I was before folks were online and it's just, I love it. I love it. 
I have also done this too, as I was telling you, I deleted most of the apps. I didn't take myself completely off Facebook, but I deleted the apps and haven't been on it for a couple of weeks. And a clear thing that I noticed is because I live up on a ridge on a hill in nature and none of that stuff exists. Like everything is so great in my life. Although I'm dealing with certain painful things, like things have never been better. And I'm sitting here in this beautiful scenery and this beautiful environment. There's no worries of COVID. There's no worries of the election. It's just me and my vibration. And I'm just like, it just, it gets you to think, is any of that stuff even real? Like, I mean, what's real is me here in this house, right in the present moment. That, that's what I keep on coming back to. You know what I mean? I feel like that's way more real than any narrative that we hear on social media or the news or whatever. Again, it's your vibration. Like when you're connected to yourself, nothing trumps that. Nothing. Nothing. Right on. Would you would you recommend that most people like? Do you think that's a, like almost an essential thing to get off social media, or is it to each their own, or what? I think it's to each their own, and I think it's like just recognizing that, like everybody has their like happy place with it and has to find that themselves. I think it's really important that you find that yourself, like. <clears throat> that you choose that for yourself not you know I've, I've told you know the kind of social experiment that I'm doing right now with the videos and stuff um I've said to folks like don't delete these things or come off of it because I did like do it because it means something to you you know what I mean yeah yeah so I guess um we got to be coming up on time I didn't yeah keep Okay, so uh, you want to talk about your book? I just read this. Uh, so Caroline, it was it's your uh, lockdown baby, right? Your COVID baby, that's what you called it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did it in the quarantine here in Spain. We had a severe lockdown and in April, May, or March, April. And I had always wanted to, you know, some kind of representation of what I do in session with clients into a, into a word that could be read and understood. And, <clears throat> and I did that. And it was an amazing experience because like I said, in one of the videos, Kyle, uh, you know, my work can be really multidimensional and etheric. It's just a big thing. We look at, you know, big energy formations and stuff, you know, all around you and to be able to distill that around one person's experience. Um, and there's actually three case studies in the book. It was, it was a challenge, but it, I think we got there in the end and that's what it is. It's the pictures as portals book represents you know how i work in a multi-dimensional way with with folks in this in this physical world <laughs> cool so i i read through it right before this show and all this stuff came up to me and uh may I, hopefully one time we can do a demonstration of it or something but um like i guess you um you kind of get to what you're really good at i'll just say it again it's just getting right to the point of it just right there um through doing what you do and you find like a picture that represents like energetically what the person's going through. And there was one of the pictures in there about the hats with um, really resonated with me. And I definitely feel like I want to want to talk to you more about that at some point. <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, Kyle. Um, so Justine is one of the, one of the client case studies in the book and by and large, like 95% of folks, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that, but I should let folks have their own uh, experience, but yeah, mm. a ton of people identify with Justine. Yeah, well, we're going to um, offer this, um, like, we're going to offer, like, so she has this, and she's going to offer this as a gift, so we encourage you to 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna put this ironically on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just because that's like my really my main portal. I got to find out another way to be able to advertise this, but I'm gonna put it in the comments on Facebook. Um, and we're going to try to find out many ways to get it to you. Is there a way that they can access it? Like if they went to a site or something? Or? Yeah, it's www.carolinediana.com forward slash portals. Okay, cool. This has been really amazing. This talk, I feel so uh, centered and in my body and I just feel like I just got like a, ho a whole treasure trove of tools to deal. I don't know. I just, it helps so much to talk to you. <laughs> and just get centered in my body i feel like we could talk for four or five more hours honestly <laughs> i would love i would love to do that and 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 we can we would if we, and we can have you on again for sure i would love that super it's been it's been such a pleasure and a delight you know talking about topics that are like on the pulse of where we are mm. today yeah and it's so cool like I said earlier, talking to you that it's just something about how you set the container and the intention that just you get this treat of being in your body. And there's like, it's almost like you don't even have a choice when you're talking to Caroline. You just, you just, she just is like plop right in your body. <laughs> right. I mean, do you feel that way, Tony? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm right in my body right now. So I think that's the, the real message. That's what we have to do right now. And I hope you guys all enjoy this. Anything else you want to say, Tony? Adding to the toolkit of the new way. I would love if your listeners had questions, if they would let you know what, what their questions are, and we could probably answer some of those. Yeah, great. totally. If you have any questions, email WDRT or contact me. And yes, totally. Okay, thank you so much. It's been an amazing show. Um, Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. Caroline, Diana Bobart, Tony Magasset. My name is Kyle Glenn. You are listening to The Conscious Bro Show on Radio Free Space 919 WDRT, Viroqua.